In Hickory Heights Health and Rehab LLC versus Smith, 2022 ARC App 190, the Arkansas Court of Appeals, in affirming a circuit court's order denying a motion to compel arbitration, rejected an argument that a general power of attorney allowed an arbitration agreement for the nursing home resident. The power of attorney only authorized one to make health care decisions, not agree to arbitration. Judge Brown explained, On February 19, 2018, Wesley assisted with Betty's admission to Hickory Heights Health and Rehab LLC, or Hickory Heights, for medical, nursing, and personal care. The facility required signatures on necessary documents. Wesley signed the admission form for his mother as the responsible party. However, Betty's name was not anywhere on the admission agreement. That same day, Wesley also signed an arbitration agreement that was required as a condition of Betty's admission to the facility. Wesley signed the arbitration agreement as a responsible party and indicated that his relationship to Betty was son. Betty's name was printed on the resident line in the arbitration agreement in what appeared to be the handwriting of the facility's representative. A separate line below the signatures read as follows, blank, check if applicable, a copy of my guardianship papers, durable power of attorney, or other documentation has been provided to the facility and is attached. The blank was not checked. Appellants filed a motion to compel arbitration on August 21. They contended that Wesley executed the arbitration agreement when Betty was admitted to Hickory Heights, and at the time the agreements were signed, Wesley had authority under a medical POA executed by Betty on December 28, 2005. Appellants maintained that by signing the agreements, Wesley bound Betty and her estate to the terms of the arbitration agreement. Appellants attached a copy of the medical POA to their motion to compel arbitration. The authority granted in the medical POA was to kick in if it was determined that Betty was incapacitated to provide informed consent for medical treatment and surgical and diagnostic procedures. The document permitted Wesley to make health care decisions and to provide, withhold, or withdraw consent on Betty's behalf for medical treatment and surgical and diagnostic procedures, to apply for public benefits to defray the cost of health care, and to authorize Betty's admission to or transfer from a health care facility. Wesley filed a response on September 1, contending that he signed the necessary documents as Betty's son and not under any legal authority to bind Betty, who he noted was not identified in the admission agreement. He stated that the line outlining his legal authority was left blank on the arbitration agreement because he did not hold legal authority to bind Betty to the agreement. Wesley also said that the medical POA executed in his favor did not include the power to waive Betty's right to a jury trial for personal injury claims. Appellants filed a reply on September 14, contending that Wesley signed the documents as Betty's attorney in fact and that the lack of a check mark does not th- destroy the authority Wesley had. They also argued that Wesley had the authority to consent to the arbitration agreement on Betty's behalf because the arbitration agreement was in connection with Betty's admission to Hickory Heights. 
Wesley filed a supplemental response on September 22, again contending that his authority under the medical POA was limited to health care decisions and was not adequate to bind Betty or her estate to arbitration. The circuit court held a hearing on appellant's motion to compel on March 16, 2021. Appellants maintained that the arbitration agreement was incorporated into the admission agreement, which fell under the authority granted to Wesley in the medical POA. Wesley argued that the medical POA did not give him the authority to bind Betty to arbitration. The circuit court did not make an oral ruling, but informed the parties that it wished to go over all the evidence and exhibits before deciding. The circuit court filed an order on April 23, denying appellate's motion to compel arbitration upon a finding that the power of attorney at issue in this matter did not give Wesley the right to bind his mother to arbitration. End of quote. The Court of Appeals held that signing a power of attorney did not mean one could consent to arbitration in this case. Quote, In denying appellate's motion to compel, the circuit court found that the authority granted to Wesley in the medical POA was not sufficient to allow him to bind Betty to the terms of the arbitration agreement. We agree. Appellants argue that since the arbitration agreement was part of the admissions process, Wesley had the authority to bind Betty to arbitration based on the medical POA's language giving Wesley the right to authorize Betty's admission into a health care facility. This argument is without merit. The nature of an agent's authority must be ascertained from the power of attorney instrument. Our court has found that a power of attorney that included authority to make health care decisions did not include the authority to agree to arbitrate. Here, there is no indication that Wesley had power beyond making health care decisions for Betty. The medical POA did not include the right for Wesley to make litigation decisions for Betty, nor did it authorize Wesley to sign the arbitration agreement on Betty's behalf. Accordingly, we hold that Wesley lacked the authority to, to bind Betty to the arbitration agreement, and there is no valid arbitration agreement to enforce. We affirm the circuit court's denial of appellant's motion to compel arbitration. End of quote. End of decision.